J.T. Crowley is talking books. On the show, you'll hear from emerging talent and seasoned veterans from around the world. They'll give you their take on the writing process and how to create the secret sauce of page-turning deliciousness. Let's get into that magical mixture of the art and science of creativity. Here's J.T. Crowley, author of The Smart Kids and your podcast host. Hello, everybody. I'm J.T. Crowley, and I'm very excited to be talking to my guest today, and his name is Carl Ebert Johnson. He's from the Stockholm area of Sweden. Um, let me tell you a little bit about him before I invite him onto the show to talk to him about his book. Um, his book is called Using Japanese Paper for Digital Printing of Photographs. Now, Carl is a retired consultant surgeon who specialized in reconstructive surgery, in particular with burns injuries, um, congenital malformations, and post-traumatic injuries. It's a very important job that he did throughout his life, and a lot, a lot of people that he worked on uh, helped have been so thankful for him for what he did for them. But um, his work took him all around the world and he met up with other illustrious surgeons. And when he was there, very often he would take photographs of the places where he is and what he was doing. But alongside this passion of medicine. He had another passion in life, everybody. And this passion, right, stemming right back to his childhood, it was his drawings, was art, was photography. And the animation and gusto for the art and the photography that he's put throughout his entire life, for me, in this book of his, represents a snapshot of his life's fondness for his photography and for the technology he uses to create these images with Japanese paper. They are truly magical images. They are truly magical photographs, everybody. And I'm just going to say to you, when we finish the podcast, go and have a look at his work on his webpage and in the book. I will tell you the webpage towards the end of the podcast, everybody. So let's ask him on to the show to talk about his photographs, his drawings, and the techniques he has used to create, as I said, these magical images. Carl, welcome to Talking Books. Thank you. Carl, this body of work you've assembled, not only in your book, but on your website, is a lifetime's achievements of passion and dedication, of how you see the world, delicately and beautifully put together with a pencil, a paintbrush, a box of colors, and of course, viewed through your camera lens. My question to you is, Carl, why did you choose to underlie, to pin, all the body of your work, mainly with Japanese techniques. 
<laughs> well, I, I was astounded with some of the results and I wanted to, to go into it more deeply. That's what it was. And, and it just happened that, that I, I had used this paper for, for painting on. And then I said, why not use these for my photographs? And then I was happy to, to use experience from old, since years ago. And, and, and it worked. It does work. Yeah. It does work. And it's, it's, it's not so complicated. I mean, there are many facilities to, do, to use all these photo programs, you see, to, to change your pictures. But for me, it's more art to, to do it with my, my, uh, my pigments or my, my way of, of uh, treating these uh, Japanese papers, you see, instead of just picking on, on a computer, you see, and fix figures. <laughs> I see. Um, the book, now at the heart of the book um, lies your desire to describe the techniques you passionately believe in for digitally printing photos on Japanese paper. Not only photographs, but paintings and collages as well. You say in your book um, that the techniques you have adopted allows for experimenting and trying new techniques without darkroom facilities. Do you want to expand here? Do you want to tell the listeners, the viewers, what you mean? You know, we're not using the darkroom facilities? Well, you see, all, all these real photographers, they are using darkroom, you see. They so, do, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't like to go into that, you see, that I, I wanted to... To do it me my way is to in a way as I do my my paintings you see do you enjoy doing your photography and your paintings yes yes i do that, that, that's that's true so um would you um carl would you like to um tell the listeners and the viewers about washi, its structures, its Eastern origins and its benefits that you've adapted. Well, the, the fibers of these washi are different than conventional photo papers, you see. They, mm -hmm. they can adopt the materials you put on it in another way. But that's not possible with the conventional photo papers so the and then there are different kinds of japanese papers but uh, they are some can be very difficult to work with but it, it could be worth it to, to try the, these i just give some examples of it and certainly others will have better results than me you say that you prefer the was it the kozo paper Yes, yes, that that was the simplest for me to, to work with. 
So you would say to any budding photographer who wants to experiment with Japanese um, paper technologies is go and use it, go and try it, see which one works for you. Yes, that's a way to start it, you see. Then <laughs> it depends on how skillful you, you want to be because there can be some practical problems always. That, that's... I must be mentioned before you get acquainted to the to handling these papers. I understand that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Carl, you discuss in your book um, that the techniques of Japanese printing, uh, yes, using washi, isn't to compete with classic film-based um, phot- photography and its procedures more of an interesting option for those like-minded people in this area to get a softer result to their pictures and just experiment more. Is that right? Yes, that's my opinion. But certainly real professional photographers perhaps have another idea. But I just speak from my experience, you see. And that's enough. And that's enough for most of us when we, when we speak from most of our own experiences. Um, Carl, I want to just take you down a little further down the route here. I want to explore a little bit further. In your book, can I take you to page five of your book? Page five? Page five. Okay. And I want to talk about the, because I'm on my iPad here, everybody. The, the top of page five, and you're talking about techniques. Yeah. And in the first paragraph, I want, to, I want you to explain your thoughts here. Now, I'm going to read some of these paragraphs out here. It says here, the techniques to be described here are not exactly new. Both egg and Japanese paper were used in the early history of photography. The Frenchman Louis Desert Banquet Evrard was the first to publish a commercially exploitable method of producing prints of photographs on a paper base from a negative. The albumin found in egg whites was used to bind photographic chemicals to the paper. And you go on to use uh, Christian Bonifois, and you then go on to use, um, uh, you know, abstract paintings you talk about Picasso and Du Buffet here could you talk to us and explain you know the egg um, phenomenon here you know the what the egg technique is you know why you use it can you talk to the viewers and listeners about this well I, I think albumin in some way is is necessary I, I didn't really go into and look in there but I, I it worked for me, you see. That, that, I could have spent more time to, to just, uh, as a researcher, find the exact doses for it. But the way I used it, that, that, that is to, to I, well, anyhow, I think that albumin is, is very good to have. Certainly, people can find other things, but why not use that which works you see do you know even people who you know who in when you're cooking 
you based your your top of your pastry uh, with with egg yolk, the other <laughs> yes, 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 glue the and and to create a you know a better pastry in the top. So similar sort of qualities, I suppose. Yes, so could be. That, yes, that's yes. just my view, anyway. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you also talk about under techniques here um washi sheets are mostly cozy wet cotton a4 formats put on a net of tarlatan fabric mounted on a frame sprayed with water why did you do that what's that what, what's the benefit of the photography of that well it's uh, it's easy to to have uh, the washi on, on this tarlatan, it's a very stiff material and, and uh, water can come through everything. It, it doesn't uh, collect there inside, it, it falls down between the, the, this tarlatan tissue. I see. So that's why, you, that's why you've adopted that technology. Yeah, yes. Um, Well, as I said, I had used uh, this tarlatan for, for my paintings also. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. That, that was a start, so to say. How did that work? Well, it, it worked quite well. I was happy with many. That's no question about it. Do you think other world-famous artists used it? <laughs> well, I haven't asked them, but certainly... <laughs> Some of them aren't around to ask, are they? P pardon? Some of them aren't around to ask, are they? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, I got good advice from this, uh, from, from whom I got the, she could the explain why I should use Japanese paper. The, this, this very... She had a shop where I could buy it, and I'm very grateful for it. I thank her for that, you see. To introduce me to this Barbara Bunker, she introduced me to this area. Yes, you mentioned her in your book. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Now, Carla, I want to take you to in, into the book, um, because everybody, there are, within this book, there are quite a few photographs that Carla's done. And I want to just to go to some of those photographs so that when you look at his book, you can see why he's, we've talked about a couple of these figures, these um, pictures. So this is just to entice you to go and have a look in his book and see what these pictures are, because what we're going to talk about here, well, you can't see, but you can only go and see them when you go and look at the book. Um, Carl, I would like to go to the... Um, Figure number six in your book, the, the picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is of the, we talked about this prior to coming on the podcast. And it's the figure six, alone you call it, the Acropolis, Athens, Greece. And you've used primary blue, rouge, cadmium, orange substances. Why the picture? Why the image? Why just the one man, and why the substances? 
Well, I, I have tried other pigments, you see, but I thought this was the best. But you see, I was a bit proud to get the, the photograph with just one single person, you see, because you have been there and you know quite a lot of people. But well, it, it was my feeling. Perhaps I felt alone when I was there because it is historic place. I mean, some photographers, don't they, Carl? They wait for days, they wait for hours to get the right photo, don't they? I think this was early in the morning. I was yeah. almost alone. You know, when you, when you interview, when you talk to some world-famous photographers, yes, there's the picture, but the picture probably took them a week to take. They were waiting for the light. They were waiting yeah. for the right moment to come. It's a glorified picture, but it took time to come. Yeah. And the techniques that they've used, because they use their own techniques. Um, I'd like to go to figure number 12, if that's okay. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And this one, everybody, is a very famous tower in New York City. It's Trump Tower. Yeah. New York City, United States, and you've used ultramarine light and burnt sienna. Why that? <laughs> well, I tried also here different pigments, but I, th I think this would say something of what I felt when I, well, Mr. Trump, you see, he, he wasn't that popular in all aspects. When no I did, did, I did this photo, you see. <laughs> no so, comment. <laughs> yeah. But if, if you go to figure 13, you see, I was very happy to, to, to have that. That's you have other colors. So in your figure 13, of course, you've got Beholder and Bather. Yeah. Museum of Modern Arts, New York, USA. You use primary blue, academy yellow, orange substance. Yeah. And do you want to talk about that picture you put there? Who well, is I, it? I, I, I felt quite happy when, when I, I... First of all, that I just got one person there when I took the photo. And some years later when I did this, I... I want to have a little brighter idea of, of the photograph because I, I I would like to be this person again to look at the painting. Who is the painting by? Can you remember? Well, is, isn't it Picasso? Picasso. Yes, I, I, I gather I, that. I, yeah. Was this in the Guggenheim Museum in New York? Well, you see, more than not. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and of course, I have to go to figure 18 in your book, Carl. And when we look at it, it is a picture of a young boy, and it's taken in 1948, and you've used ultramarine light and burnt sienna. And of course, I know who this person is. It's you, isn't it? Yes, that's me. Do you want to talk about this picture? <laughs> well, 
I was experimenting with, with, with this camera and, and there, when I could put it away and get the exposure without my doing it myself, you see, so I, I tried it. Because when you look at the picture, you're there drawing, aren't you? Yes, I, I think so. Or perhaps my, my something from school, you see, perhaps also. Um, and I suppose um, these days we would probably classify that as a selfie, wouldn't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, of course, yes. It would definitely be a selfie, everybody. Yeah. But yeah. of course, selfies back in 1948 went around. But yeah, I had to put that one in because I just thought, selfie and we all understand that one yeah, these days yeah, yeah. and i want to go to one more figure if that's okay and i'm scrolling down on my ipad everybody through the images and this one is figure 20. yeah that's my this, son this is your son yes yeah and now you've got here yes young boy and you've got egg oil times one underneath yellow ochre substance yes Egg oil times one? Yes. But that's, I, I thought that was not it enough. And, and as this paper was translucent, that's mm. what? Yes. Then I put another color underneath, which I've described in this. You can, certain papers, you can add something under the the, the, uh -huh. the wash shape. also also wash shape underneath you see with another color and, and that I, I use it in in some of these pictures i wasn't really satisfied with it and then i just put them something under um now i i'm fascinated here because I'm going to go to a Chinese proverb here everybody and the Chinese philosopher Confucius he's generally accredited with the proverb a picture is worth a thousand words how do you Carl bring emotion and feelings um, into your pictures your photographs and do you believe a picture and a photograph instilled with atmosphere is the difference between a good photograph, a good drawing, a good image, and that of an exceptional one? Yes, for certain people. Many people are not interested in into pictures, you see, but there are some who are, and it's to catch these people, it's very important, I see. I mean, that, that it's like a poem, you see. Many people do, do not like poems, you see, but certain do. And they can get a feeling by that also. Yeah. Um, and I think the Americans um, altered the proverb slightly. And I seem to remember, um, I think it was Telly Savalas in Kojak, you know, Kojak when he sang, if, you know, if a picture can paint a thousand, you know, that's where I immediately got this and looked up Confucius to see actually what the phrase was. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> um, 
But for me, yes, when you go and look at uh, a picture, you go and look in a museum, when you go and look at things, you're looking at a snapshot of an image. And it's all about the techniques. It's all about the image. It's all about what that picture, what that photograph, what that painting is saying, isn't it? Yes, that's, that's so. For certain people. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you and I can take the same photograph. Now, the photograph I take will probably be nowhere near as good as the photograph that you take. <laughs> but yet it is the same subject, but it's a different photograph. Yes, certainly. It, it, yes, it, it can be like that. Yeah, that's true. And when you use your Japanese uh, technique, you know, your printing, have you found that um when you've used ordinary tech you know techniques and then used your japanese technique there is a difference in your pictures in your photos. yes I, I i think so i think so which one do you prefer well <laughs> of course the pictures i show here they are selected ones you see yeah. I, I wouldn't use them for all you see and th that's why i'm showing in the book different categories and perhaps this technique is not good for all these categories and, and it's up to, to the reader to decide what they think are the best but you have not talked about these <laughs> very abstract ones okay let's talk about the abstract ones yeah yeah let's go to um I want to go to the um, figure 30. Yes. Saint Germain yes, de Pre, yeah. Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mineral violet, cadmium, yellow, orange substance. Talk to me about that one. Well, here I used many different pigments. And those I thought were the best I have in the book, you see. And your image on the, um, I want to go back to one image here in particular, is, bear with me everybody. Yes, figure 15. I like this one. Charles. Okay, Lapland. yeah, yeah, yeah. From Lapland, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From Lapland, okay. Yeah, Sweden, yeah. So that was the um, Artipelag, Stockholm, Sweden. No, not Akerbalago. It's up in, in the north of Sweden, Lapland. Okay. Near, near Norway. So why did you put this photograph in your book? Well, I liked it. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, two two birds, you see. Yes, I agree there. I agree. It, it, it could have been better that <laughs> exposure method, but I, that's the, the the camera I used when I was up in Lapland walking. Let's go to figure ten. 
I, I, I really like this image. It's very modern, okay. very abstract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the National Museum of Anthropology, Mexico City, Mexico. Egg yeah. oil times one, underneath, rouge, cadmium, yellow, orange substance. Yeah. Do you want to tell the viewers, the listeners, when you took this photograph, why it's in Mexico, and how you created it? Well, I was visiting a, a colleague in, in Mexico City, a very, very famous plastic surgeon, you see. And uh, then I had some days off, and then I went out with my camera, and okay, I saw directly that was something to concentrate upon. And I took many, many pictures, and, and these were, were well, I'm content with it. But I, to, do, to become that, I had to use this technique uh, with uh, colors underneath, as I stated here. What is the picture of? <laughs> well, well um, by, I, I, I didn't go into these details. I just liked it. I, because it's modern abstract art, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah certainly. That's, that's why I figured on it. It's like linked chains. Yeah. Um, I, there's lots of pictures in this book, everybody. It's very fascinating. And the techniques that Carl uses here is just it's mind-blowing as far as I'm concerned. But I want to... Um, ask you one more question, Carl. Um, who inspired you the most, you know, with your, who inspired you the most, you know, with your art, your paintings, your photography? Who inspired you? Well, there are many, you see. So, so I have some in, in my, my references here. Mm. For, for instance, Maria Miesenberger is a Swedish painter and photographer. I like very much, you see. Are you a more a modern art person or are you more on the, you know, the classical side of um, paintings? No, modern art, yes. Modern art. Yeah. Abstract yeah. modern art. Yeah. Okay. Um. Your, your your body of work, you know, has taken you, you know, decades, you know, to put together. Have you enjoyed it? Doing all <laughs> the photography, your your drawings, you know, you talk about Carl, you know, you would go up into the Swedish mountains and you'd have your pencil and you'd have your box of collars in your pocket, and as you walk through the mountains, you would just stop see something you wanted to photograph or draw and just do it. Did you love that? Is yes, that I did. As far as I could walk around as much as I wanted. You see, time has passed. It's not so easy to walk now. But I, I've documented and perhaps I, there will be something from that. Also, I don't know now. Was this 
passion of yours, you know, your photography, your printing, your Japanese printing techniques. Was this um, a kind of escapism from your main job, your highly pressurized job of being a, a reconstructive surgeon? Was this your escape route? Perhaps, yes, yes. To, I, to, think, to think about other things. Have other things in your mind. That's important. Not only surgery, for instance. That, that's no good. You must do other things too. Did you, when you drew somebody or when you took uh, the, um, the image... Did you um, think about what you were doing? Did you try and capture it? Did you try and set the scene? Well, yes, I, I must have got that feeling, you see. At least I want to take a photo or to paint or something. That's, that, that's not so difficult to decide upon. And then you have to just do it. And when you chose to use the techniques of your Japanese printing uh, techniques, did you think about what techniques shall I do? Did you try different ones on, and see the results and say, oh, I didn't like this, so I tried it again on using different techniques, different substances? Well, actually, I, I was happy to co continue from my abstract collages to the photos. I could. Well, to transform one, from one medium to another, and that was, I was lucky to, to, to succeed, as I see it, in that matter. I didn't have to experiment too much, but there were at least two years' work just to find the, the right way to do it. it. It didn't come immediately. Where can people buy your book? Well, <laughs> for instance, Amazon. But it, 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 marketing is going all over the world, I hope. Would you welcome people to go and have a look at your website? Well, certainly. I, I, I could have done it much better, but it wasn't really time for that. And, I had to concentrate upon the photo, photos, you see. So the website is www.cejarts.se. Yes. That's, that's the website. I said yes. I would say what the website is, everybody. Go and have a look at it because there's more images there and they are wonderful. Yeah. But, Conover, I would like to thank you for coming on the show um, talking about yourself and your book. It's been a wonderful experience. I've certainly um, had my mind opened to the different techniques. And when I look at your images, your pictures, I can see why you've used them. And when I've looked at the book and seen the old images and then the image where you've done with the Japanese technology, I can see the difference. It's a softer touch and it's substantially different. And I've certainly learned a lot. Um, the book, everybody, is generally aimed at, as um, Carl Ebert Johnson says, is aimed at 
Those photographers with an inquiring mind and who would like to experiment and try new ways. So if you're a photographer and you want to try new ways and you know, uh, adopt new things, then go and have a look at Carl Everett Johnson's book. You know, get it on Amazon or go and have a look at his website and see what his work, his body work has been about all throughout his life. But if you're like me, you just generally like looking at pictures um, of, of modern art, abstracts, and of people and drawings, then again, go and have a look at his book and see the different colours that he's used. It is absolutely fascinating. Um, so, Carl, I would just want to say to you, thank you so much for giving me the great honour of interviewing you, chatting to you on my show it's been a, a wonderful experience. And everybody, go and have a look at his website. Go and have a look at his book. And the website is www.cejart.se. So for me, all I'm left to say is, everybody, as I say at the end of my podcast, every session is, I'm JT Crowley. Thanks for listening, watching. Wherever you are in the world, stay safe. Mm-hmm.